one sat alone beside the highway begging his eyes were blind the light he could not see he clutched his old rags and shivered in the shadows then jesus came and bade his darkness flee it's time to open the word once again with evangelist lester roloff on the family altar program for all is changed when jesus comes to stay second peter chapter three we may go a little stronger than this one simon peter looked like it's he's making it a little plainer and he's given a command now verse 17 it's the last uh, chapter of second peter in verse 17 Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. There it is. Now, that's not my main text. I've got the next verse is the text, but you know what he said? He's talking to Christians, and he said, be careful now, lest you fall. Now, you know what the world says? You know what religion says? That's it, falling from grace. I tell you. Christians just falling. Not only that, didn't say that at all. He said, fall from your steadfastness. Fall from your steadfastness. Would you turn to the book of Galatians? Let's see if it's a verse over here. Galatians chapter 5. Stand fast therefore in the liberty, wherewith Christ hath made us free. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you're fallen from grace. You're fallen from grace. You know who can fall from grace? The unsaved. That's who he's talking to. He said, you folks trying to get justified by the law, circumcision, you got to keep the whole law. You can't keep part of the law. Now, I'm gonna, I want you to get real plain. Don't you misunderstand because out in radio land, there's always somebody listening and trying to trap and catch but I've tried to preach the whole thing. I believe that the person that can fall from grace and the only person is the man that never has been in grace. And that's what he told me right here. He said, whosoever you are justified by the law. Now, how many people ever got saved by keeping the law? Nobody, because you can't do it. And yet I'm going to come right back to say, unless you can keep the entire law, you'll never go to heaven. Don't let that be too much of a mystery because we'll explain it in just a second. I said, I could not keep the law, therefore, I had to go to hell. But now i found a way where I have kept the whole law, and I'm going to heaven. That's good news. Blessed revelation of the truth. You'd say, what did you do? I didn't do anything. I trusted Jesus, and he kept it for me. Amen. Turn to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew. I believe this is a sermon on the mount. Chapter 5, first chapter of the Sermon on the Mount. It'll be verse 17. Think not that I'm come to destroy the law. Oh, are the prophets. I'm not come to destroy it, but to fulfill. And you could call that to fail full, but that's what it did. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments 
and shall teach men so he shall be called the midget, the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now look at verse 20, where I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. All right. What was theirs? They tried to keep the law. Now then, Jesus tells us and teaches us that we'll have to keep the whole law because if you break one part of the law, you're guilty of all. But when Jesus came, he kept the entire law. When I trust him, and when I trusted him, his righteousness was imputed to me, was transferred to me. It was given to me. He took my place on Calvary. He died for me as a sinner. He was never a sinner. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Therefore, I have now kept the law by receiving Jesus Christ as my Savior. That's the mystery of the gospel. He said, don't fall from your steadfastness now. Be strong. Here's the way to do it. Verse 18. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. I believe I skipped a verse I'd like to give you. Second Thessalonians chapter 1. This is the coming of the Lord book right here. Second Thessalonians. This tells us that Jesus is coming. And he got real plain with the folks over there. Chapter 1, verse 3. We're bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet because that your faith groweth. There it is. Your faith's growing exceedingly. And the love or charity of every one of you all toward each other abounded when your faith grows. Verse 4. So that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith and tribulations that ye endure. Verse 7, And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with what? Everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Now then, grow in grace. Grow up. Grow up. What kind of a Christian are you going to be five years from now if this old world stands? What kind of progress are you going to make? Let me give you a challenge. What if you memorize one chapter a month for five years? You'll have 60 chapters of this blessed book down in your soul. That was a time when it was just an honorable thing to see somebody walking down the street with a Bible. The old preacher, you could have, listen, I can remember when I started preaching, I could preach on any street corner in the country. Start preaching and singing and deal with people on the street. That's right. You could go to the jailhouse. You could go to the prison. Not anymore. Not anymore. Brother, there was a time when you could go down the street with the PA system on your car saying, come to the revival. Revival campaign over at a certain church. At 7.30 tonight, everybody's welcome. And the people just kind of wave at you, you know. Boy, here they'd get in the cars and come, you know. Have Not anymore, brother. You wouldn't make two blocks down the street till more of one of them little bubble gum deals would come up there, you know. <laughs> oh, listen. They say, what do you mean? 
You realize there's an ordinance against that? And I tell you, you talk about battles, we had the battles. Grow up. It's going to cost us to grow up. If you're a mature Christian, you're going to have to get ready for misunderstanding and persecution and laughter and ridicule. But who cares? We're nearer home than we were this time yesterday. Don't criticize any tree that's got even a little good fruit on it. That's the test right there. I don't care how big it is or how many blooms, and I don't care how much leaf and foliage it is. I don't know if it's got any fruit on it. By their fruits you shall know them. And I believe that every good tree ought to bring forth good fruit. And when you grow, you're going to bear fruit. And you know the main fruit? I'm going to give you now what growing means. Number one, if you want to grow, you've got to eat. And here it is. You cannot grow without food, save your life. This is God's garden right here. And it's all fresh, stays green all the time. This is the only thing that will satisfy you. You'll never grow up. You'll be a freak. You'll be an invalid. You'll be spiritually retarded unless you get in this book and stay in this book. This is the one book you've got to have. Amen. And I'm not concerned, really. I'm not. I've just lost my appetite for a lot of these deeper movements, they call them. Unless your movement wins people to Christ, don't ask me to join. Amen. Oh, people say, I tell you, I have entered the deeper movement, and I'm going deeper. Well, brother, if you go deeper, you ought to grow taller. Amen. And when you grow up, you ought to have fruit. If you've got a good root, you ought to have good fruit. And we ought to deep root ourselves in the Word of God. And so, first of all, you feed, you eat. You eat. Second, if you're going to let God talk to you, then you ought to talk to Him, and that's prayer. I know this is simple, but I'm talking to you converts. You're going to have to learn to spend your time in prayer. You can't get up and run to class in the morning. And, but listen, when you get more interested in your textbook and you don't have time to read the Bible and pray, you're not going to make it spiritually. Even though this is a Christian school, there's no way to neglect this book and prayer. I've never been satisfied with my spiritual growth. I never have felt that I had any right hardly to even stand up and pray. But just get on my face and ask God to have mercy on me and help me to grow in grace. And I long to be a New Testament Christian. I mean, a real Bible Christian. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Altar Program with Lester Roloff.